0: The key for me is is always acceptance, it, and because acceptance is the key of self compassion, it's the key of self trust. To accept exactly where you are in the moment, and if you have a hard time accepting where you are in the moment, accept that you don't want to accept where you are in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So it always goes back to self acceptance. This is your Kick Ass Life podcast,
1: episode number two seventy three, with guest Lauren Alta.
2: This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen.
1: Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I am so happy today. Maybe it's because I just worked out and I'm still flying high from some endorphins. Maybe it's because spring is in the air. It's going to be 70 degrees here in North Carolina. I can't even. This girl grew up in San Diego where 70 was just every day. (laughs) So I don't take that for granted anymore. And when we have, you know, when it, I mean, I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about, especially when it's like that first inkling of spring. I think I even feel it in the fall too, when it's not sweltering hot anymore. But now when it's not freezing anymore, it's that 65, 70 degrees. Oh, I can't get enough of it. I'm going to go take my dog for a walk this afternoon when it warms up. At any rate, I have some exciting things to tell you that I think you're going to be excited about. So starting in April, we are rolling out something new here that costs zero dollars for you to participate in. I guess it's not so much participation, but it does require a little tiny bit of reading. We're going to start sending out emails. And these emails, I mean, if you like the podcast, then you're going to like these emails. They're going to be short because I know you don't have a lot of time and I know your inbox is probably like mine and you just want something short and to the point that's going to make you think, that's going to lift your day up, that's just going to remind you of what a badass you are. That's what those emails are going to be. So starting in April, we're going to roll those out. You can sign up really easy because I know most of you are probably on your phone right now. Text the word kick ass, make it all one word to 444-999. That's kick ass to 444-999 super easy to sign up that way. We'll start sending you those emails starting in April. I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe three a month, three-ish a month. They're not going to go out on any particular day. I'm just going to surprise you in your inbox. I'm going to be there and you're going to be like, Hey, I love these emails. All right. All right. Now it's time for our guest. And I know I say this about all my guests, but oh my gosh, Laren Alta is one of those people I followed online for a long time, and I am in a year-long program that she is teaching called Devotion, and it's so good. It's so good. She's so good. She's just one of those people whose energy, you just want to be around so you can soak it up. She's so wise and exude so much peace and wisdom. I just can't get enough of her. And I know that you're going to love her too. Before we jump into this conversation, let me tell you a little bit about her. Lauren Alta is a personal growth facilitator for women. She teaches women how to stand in the brilliance of their own light. Yes, ma'am. So they always feel seen for who they really are and not just what they do. The goal of her work is for more women to harness their own power and live boldly in their personal truths. Her workshops, retreats, and one-on-one intensives have been called Transformation Temples for Unruly Soulful Women. The essence of her work is distilled to freedom, supporting you in finding it, cultivating it, living it. Because your power is in this moment, in this breath, in this one courageous, against all odds, bravery, true Yes. I mean, can you have a better bio than that? (laughs) In all of my 200 plus, 250 plus episodes, now that is a bio. So without further ado, here is Laren. Laren, I am so glad you're here.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you for having
1: me. I'm honored and excited. We were chatting before we started recording about we've, we had some, I love that you called it hot potato, like back and forth, back and forth, (laughs) trying to get this on the calendar for months. And I've, I just adore you and your work so much. And I'm just pumped to have you here. Well, with that with that intro <laughs> getting everybody all warmed up. There's I have a lot of different questions that I want to ask you and so we might sort of jump around a little bit. But I want to start with the phrase the sovereign woman because I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you when I first read that on your site many 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 months ago, I was like, "What? I don't even I'm not even sure what that means." <laughs> so, let's start there. What is a sovereign woman and how can one move towards that and be more of that type kind of woman in their life.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is one of my favorite things to talk about. Oh, a sovereign woman is essentially a woman who lives by her own life calling, her own design, her own rules, her own truth, ultimately, and is willing to brave disappointing other people, willing to brave late life changes and uncertainty in order to continue living by what's true for her, who she actually is, what she believes in, what she values, without apology or compromise or needing validation or affirmation from anybody that she is her own self-affirming, self-validating um, being, and that allows her to be in sovereign community and sovereign connection and relationship with other people without compromising who she actually is.
1: Well, I mean, I think everybody listening could probably do a (laughs) fist pump to that and like, yes, that's who I want to be. That's who I aspire to be. I guess my Mm -hmm. next question is, what do you see are the biggest obstacles for women Mm -hmm. in particular
0: getting there? Self-doubt. Yeah. Um, And not self-trust because, you know, living, being women, um, Or people who were raised as girls who maybe no longer identify as women, but were raised as girls in a patriarchal society that says, don't believe your truth. Don't trust your intuition. Don't listen to yourself. Someone always knows better than you. You are not the authority. You are not the expert on yourself. Um, We fall into the trap of self-doubt and lack of self-belief very young and very early. And so it's about unlearning the lies that we've been told and starting to trust that we can be um, the authority of our own lives, the authority of our own experience, and that can feel scary and dangerous and uncertain because we're so used to... um, You know, when women and girls are told... are are start start living by their own definition they're often called selfish they often feel guilty they often are are, you know are afraid of being excluded or judged and so it can be scary to to step into your own sovereignty because there there are people who are not going to like it and 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 it requires a bravery to be consistent in doing that to realize that there is more life on the other side but you got to go through the challenge to get there
1: this makes me think of something, and I am gonna give a personal example because it just recently came up in my life that was sort of like this major, more than an aha moment. It was kind of a slap over the head even. I have I went through a, a massive life-changing experience about twelve years ago. And mm-hmm. it's it's no argument that it was a huge sort of metamorphosis for me. And so what I, I realize what I've done is I look back on that and I'm like, okay, that's the moment that I really started moving towards what you're describing this sovereign woman and still, still. Uh, you know, a one day at a time thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And, but what was interesting is I was having a conversation with an old friend and she was actually here on the podcast and she was telling the story of when she met me when I was 20, I think I was 26 and I had never heard her tell the story. And she said, mm. so this was much before my life changing experience. So she said, I remember we were sitting in, we met in junior college. We were in a biology lecture hall. And she said, you were sitting a few rows ahead of me and I will never forget You kept raising your hand and asking these really smart questions and having banter with the teacher and actually challenging her on some things. And my friend said, I remember thinking, wow, that girl is so confident. I want to be her friend. And she said, you just had Mm. this confidence about you. And what struck me about her saying that and telling that story to me 20, you know, almost 20 years later is I was, I thought to myself, oh, I've always been like that. And Mm -hmm. I was, um, in many ways, I mean, I'll just say it for what it is in many ways, shamed for it. Um, I was called intimidating, especially by other women. Um, well, both actually men and women um, called me intimidating and other names too. But I think that I had made up a story more recently that Well, I, I went through this really life-changing experience and then it made me this confident woman. But in, but in reality, I was inherently born that way Mm -hmm. and it was such a huge moment. This literally just happened like this week for me to trust, like you were saying, trust myself that I've always been that
0: way. Absolutely, and I think most of us to to varying degrees are born that yes. way, right, but we are raised in uh, sometimes in homes that were where children are supposed to be seen and not heard, particularly like, yeah. girls mm-hmm. um and and curiosity is not supported in girls like we're conditioned to caretake and um, pay attention to other people's needs and minimize our own it it is beautiful that you've had that fire inside of you, and even when you had that experience twelve years ago, it's what I call a shatter point, yep. you where it you know breaks you open in in a way that that changes your entire reality and you find your strength and you find your truth because you got to get through it, you know, and you resource yourself in ways that you may not have had to access before. And so that's probably why that those parts of you got even more brought to the front um when you experienced that because you had to 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 use them to move forward and step really fully into your power and into your sovereignty.
1: What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? I mean, that's what this show is all about, right? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you can do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscribers sold. Plus, all of Babel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Their courses are so convenient and have helped me learn real-life conversation skills in Spanish. It's so easy to learn how to order food. That's where I get the most excited to use it at Mexican restaurants or ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation, etc. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash noise. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash noise, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash noise. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bills and other things to pay for don't just come bi-weekly, and neither should your paycheck. The money you earn can be in your hands today with EARNIN. EARNIN is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EARNIN app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access, plus tips, are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for unexpected doctor visits, vet bills, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, "When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind." Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in noise under podcast when you sign up. It's really helpful to the show. Noise under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnincom slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Yes. I, and I'm, I'm glad that you said that too, because I do, you know, for all the people listening who might be thinking, well, I've never been like that. You know what Andrea just described. And I would challenge that. I, I agree with you, Lara. And I think that we're born with that and somewhere along mm-hmm. the line, maybe it was very young for some people listening. You were taught to be different, to be quieter, to tone it down, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Totally, and it doesn't have to be like you and I are, are outspoken. We're direct. We speak up. We say what we mean. And it doesn't always have to look like right. that, right? Some people may say I'm I'm quieter. I'm more reserved. So it's not even necessarily about the external expression as much as it is about the internal experience. If you feel yourself quieting, if you feel yourself smoothing out your edges, if you feel yourself second guessing what you're gonna say or thinking how someone might interpret what you do, that is um, a quieting right? And so you, you can, you can be a quiet person and not second guess yourself. And those are two different things. You can be a, a quiet person and have full presence and take up all of your mm-hmm. safe space and still be a quiet introvert. Yes. But,
1: yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, I love that you mentioned the word <laughs> shatter point because that's when someone lands on your website, they mm-hmm. that's the first thing that they see it. And I think you said when your shatter point creates an opening, walk through it. And That has so much, so much meaning. And how can someone take turtle steps? I like to call them turtle steps instead of baby steps because sometimes baby (laughs) steps feel too big. So how can someone take turtle steps walking through that opening, especially when they are, maybe when they struggle with vulnerability? Well,
0: the, the key for me is, is always acceptance. And because acceptance is the key of, Self-compassion. It's the key of self-trust to accept exactly where you are in the moment. And if you have a hard time accepting where you are in the moment, accept that you don't want to accept where you are in the moment, Mm -hmm. right? So it always goes back to self-acceptance. If you're like, this is horrible. I hate this. I don't want to do this. Whatever is happening, then what generally is causing the pain and the discomfort and the struggle is the resistance to that. Like I should be doing better. I should be over this already. I should be feeling good. Right. We should on ourselves. And when we take that time to be like, I'm just going to accept that I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Then there's room for an exhale there's room for uncertainty. I'm just going to accept that I'm uncomfortable not knowing what the hell is going to happen next. Then you can like be compassionate with that. But it's like, I should know. I should be okay. I'm, I'm 48 years old. I should have this all the way together. It's been so-and-so years since this happened. I should then, you know, it's in danger zone. So the turtle step would be just to be super present with whatever is happening and accept it with as much compassion as you can muster. It's compassion and love.
1: I love that. Well, and I, the word that came up for me when you were saying that, and maybe that's the next step for some people is curiosity. It's just allow yourself. Cause I feel like we make up stories about, like you were mm-hmm. saying, like, well, I should be this way or so-and-so would do this differently. You know, oh, oh God, the stories that we make up. I totally want to throw that out there for people is curiosity can bring so much clarity and just ask yourself questions like... Well, this is interesting. I wonder what's going on. And not even have to get to an answer. Just opening up the question can allow you to trust your intuition more and just can hopefully, and maybe not, but bring some clarity.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. it's well, something else i like to suggest is before when people like jump to conclusions is to make at least three other conclusions like because you're ma- you're making it up anyway right so you might as well make up some other stuff that could be a possibility and then go as extreme and stuff that would feel good on the other end so it's like I, I had lunch with a friend today who was who had met someone new, and she noticed that like within five minutes the person's energy had changed, and she thought it was about something that this that this person had done, and and I was like, you know, it could have been that she was constipated, right? You know what I mean? It could have been <laughs> that'll change your energy, you, right? You reminded her of someone that she you know, used to be friends with and isn't friends with anymore. And she was like stuck in a, it could be that she started her menstrual cycle. I and was had just pranks. about to say that. It was like, oh no, right. I need to get to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Exactly. So like, just if you're making up stuff, let's make up some more stuff and see kind of like, and that this may be more gentle, more compassionate, more humane, and then lets you off the hook from like beating yourself up or her up. Right. And then it's like, okay, we can get back to just being human with each other again.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I think we've all had that experience where we've made up this huge, catastrophic story. And then later, whether it's a day later or a year later, realized that we were so wrong and it was not yeah. the thing and have such relief about, and then, you know, you're mad, like, oh God, I wasted all that time and energy, but it's just lessons learned, everybody, lessons learned. <laughs> I This is kind of circling back to talking when you were talking about the sovereign woman because I love that you talk about how the good girl must die and set the world on fire. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Well, and and I, cause I say something similar, but I always, always, always love to hear different perspectives when people come on the show. So what are some ways that we we can sort of let that good girl die and start to set the world on fire?
0: Well, I think ultimately, I don't even know how to I mean, there's all kinds of smaller ways to break it down. But ultimately, what it always, always, always boils down to is being okay, knowing that people are going to be disappointed. Being okay that people feelings that might get hurt. No, Knowing that it's okay if you don't can't show up at every meeting, you can't do all of the expectations, you can't have all of these other things that are put on you by other people when, when you, in the name of being a good girl or a good daughter or a good wife or a good mom, all these roles, because there's a difference between being good and being true. And when you start being true to yourself, when you start following what's true for you, the good girl, the quote unquote good girl will die, right? Because sometimes the truth may mean like clapping back or it may be having an attitude or it may mean like talking whatever mm-hmm. and, or ignoring somebody or whatever, like be, and people are going to be disappointed. And when you get comfortable with other people d- being disappointed, then the good girl can go to her, like, you know, graveyard in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll be in your full power and you'll be all right. And then you'll meet connections with people who don't need you to be good and don't need you to be perfect Mm -hmm. and don't need you to be this uh, role, but can just let you be who you actually are.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I want (laughs) it, it. Well, one of the, one of the best pieces of advice I ever received from a mentor was, And this wasn't even very early on. I had, I had been doing this for a few years and it was probably around the time that my, my first book came out and there was more of a spotlight and more audience consuming my work. And I was on a coaching call with her and I said, I'm so afraid of, I think it was when I was about to have my first retreat and, and meet people in person it was something like that. And I was, I had made up a story that I was going to disappoint people in person that they were going to, because mm-hmm. probably because that had happened to me before, you know, I had made up, I had put this person, somebody on a pedestal and just romanticized and then met them in person. And I'm like, Oh, they're just a human like me. <laughs> right? And it was yes. disappointed. And so I had made up a story that I was going to disappoint people in, in person. And I so expected her To say, no, you're not. They're gonna be so impressed. And she said straight up, Oh, you're gonna disappoint people.
0: Absolutely. A
1: (laughs) hundred percent. And it was the best thing I think she could have ever told me because it sort of it gave me permission to just be myself anyway and let go of having to be this, you know, straw person for all
0: people. Exactly. Cause I like when I give examples, I use I like to use usually a historic lens and I use, like to use a very present lens. So for the present lens, I'm like, there are eight billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not gonna like you. There that can you imagine if every single person on the planet liked you? Every that's a lot of people. Yeah. So there are going to be some people who are disappointed. Some people are going to think you're the best things in sliced bread. Some people are going to be neutral. Some people are going to be bored. Some are gonna be thrilled by every word that comes out of your mouth. That's just part of being alive and human. And we got to let go of these, like these expectations of perfection. I think it can get kind of dangerous when people are giving us money, like, you know, hosting retreat or teaching or facilitating. And I think that that's just also part of, part of the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Like pe- people are going to, you know give us we've given all all kinds of people money stores and service providers and you know it's just part of being alive it is part of being alive i think just to sort
1: of tack on to that for anyone listening who is shaking in their boots as we're talking about disappointing people <laughs> i think that if you conduct yourself according to your values and you mm-hmm. conduct yourself with grace and kindness and honesty, then you cannot go wrong. I mean, I still, even, even when I have done that, I still have disappointed people. And it's so much easier to walk away from that, knowing that there's really nothing to clean up.
0: Yes. Cause you're true in your integrity. Yeah. You're in your integrity. Those are some lessons. It's true. If you think about the most delicious, amazing, decadent, I'm thinking of like for me, lasagna, mm-hmm. spinach and ricotta cheese and mozzarella, like handmade pasta that's crunchy and crispy on top and like cooked in a wood oven, like or um, a brick oven, clay oven and just like fresh herbs and basil and oh, with a glass of Cool white wine and the toastiest bread with the most delicious, fresh, creamiest butter with a little bit of Dang, salt. Dang, <laughs> Right. I'm salivating. And still, someone would be like, that is the meal of my nightmares. I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> I'm gluten agree. intolerant. I'm on a diet. I'm vegan. I would never eat that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so. Everyone's not going to like everything, including us, including you. <laughs> it's exactly. Just lay the land. Which, uh, but if, now I want that. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> I, me too. And it's and it's like morning time where I am. But I. This is a really great segue because I know a lot of. Um, you're teaching. You're really, really great at talking about and teaching boundaries. And my audience, I know some of y'all listening struggle a little bit here, so. I mean, what is your spiel on that? I mean, I'm just going to ask the general question. Talk to us about boundaries. And, and for my audience, maybe specifically, these are women, uh, you know, some of them work, some of them stay home, but just tend to
0: struggle around boundaries in general. Yeah. I mean, boundaries, I think, are one of the most essential parts of of how to do these turtle steps that we're talking about. And it's scary and it feels very uncertain, especially if you don't have great boundaries, established or or you haven't been um, rewarded for having great boundaries. And my philosophy is boundary, healthy boundaries will save your sanity and your life because you have to learn how to take care of yourself. And And a lot of people, even when I talk to people about boundaries, people are like, I know when to say no, I'm comfortable saying no, I don't do this. And so they're talking about external boundaries. And, and you know, I, I don't go to the party if I don't want to go or I don't, you know, and, and what I teach are, are internal boundaries that the work really begins. your external boundaries will all, always reflect your internal boundaries. And so once you have healthy internal boundaries and your relationship with yourself um, is internally is healthy, then you will feel so much more comfortable expressing your boundaries in the external world. And they may look different. Like you may go to the party that you initially would have said, I'm never going to that party, but you go and you leave when you want to leave or Mm -hmm. you say yes. And you, you, they're more flexible because you're at peace with them as opposed to you can create permeable flexible, healthy boundaries as opposed to rigid or over-flexible boundaries. So it's really about making peace and being super clear about what is yours and what isn't yours. And that's an inside job more so than an outside job.
1: Okay. I want to do the things that matter to me for as long as possible, which is why I drink AG1 every morning to support my brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm laying the groundwork for long-term health. I know with AG1, I'm giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrient density. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to have them as a long time partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com/noise. That's drinkag1.com/noise. Check it out. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com noise, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com noise to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash noise. Yes, I have a, a t- an add-on question to that and I wanna just sort of kind of put another bug in people's ear because I think what you were sort of alluding to is when people confuse boundaries for just being completely closed off and invulnerable and, and like won't let anybody in. And they're like, I'm just setting right. boundaries.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <Well. laughs> but that's not quite the same thing.
1: Not quite the same thing. Well, can you give us an example of internal boundaries and maybe someone who struggles with that,
0: what that might look like? Mm, good question. It's It all goes back to self-trust and yeah. self-awareness. So I'll give an example. So today I'm in Thailand, so it is... 826. And I, and I met a friend who I'd known years ago, 20 years ago, um, in Atlanta, who just moved to the same city where I am in Thailand. And we met up for lunch today. And we spent most of the day together. And and I am an empath. I'm very highly sensitive and I, and I was tired. I was starting to get tired, but I, we had a couple errands to run. And so I was, commun- I was aware of my own capacity was getting full. And so internally, I was like, okay, I'm getting close to my boundary about how much time I can continue spending with this person, how much time mm-hmm. I can continue spending outside in the world. And so then I could communicate that, um, be- because it was very present in the moment. It was very much like, okay. And, and I had to keep reminding her <laughs> that I was like, okay, I need to go home. I need to get in the bed. I need to rest and prepare for this interview that I'm doing. And so it was a, it was a continual communication of my boundaries that were in the very present moment. Because often what happens is people become aware of their boundaries and they'll communicate it like, okay, I'm tired. I need to go home. And then it's kind of like uh, a relay. Like then they give their boundary, the responsibility for their boundaries to someone else. I see. Like I've I've said it. Now it's up to you to make sure that you don't. And I, because they're uncomfortable reinforcing it. They don't want to seem mean. They don't want to seem pushy. They don't want to seem uh, detached or whatever mm-hmm. the fear is. And for me, it was like, no, I have to keep reminding you because I know that uh, maintaining my boundaries is, is the most precious and important part of this in exchange right now. Yeah. So, they're not your responsibility. Those are my responsibility to take care of. And so it ended fine, but it wasn't because she, she would have stayed over at my apartment for a couple more hours. If I had just like left it up to her, um, you know, like if I had made it a mutual thing, if I hadn't completely taken responsibility for my, my internal boundaries. I don't know if that's the best example, but yeah. it's the one that's yeah. top of mind right now. Well, and it sounds too
1: like it, it is, it's about the conversation that you have with yourself about yeah. even, you know, the things that matter to you, your personal values and your integrity, and it might not immediately involve someone else, but it mm-hmm. involves yourself
0: absolutely yeah. absolutely it's a, it's also about being aware of what your capacity is what your limitations are not pushing yourself beyond your boundaries for whether they're physical energetic emotional financial you know it's it's really about being comfortable centering and honoring what you need in the moment yeah. and constantly checking in. What do I need right now? What's important to me right now? Am I hydrated? Am I rested? Am I getting enough food? Am I getting enough connection? Am, do I need more solitude? Like, really being constantly aware so that you. Because boundaries essentially are really, if we think about them as fences or walls, permeable walls that protect something. And if we think about them as protecting you, then it's really important to honor what protects you and keeps you healthy and vibrant and alive which and safe, which is different, I want to say, than comfortable Mm -hmm. because you may be uncomfortable and still honor your boundaries. So it's not just about creating this kind of like cloistered world, but it's also about like, how can you grow and expand without compromising who you are?
1: Yes. I love that. And I just feel like it's lifelong work that we do and we peel back layers and different people mm-hmm. in our life will bring different boundary lessons and learn more about it. One of the, my, one of my favorite things about you is following you on Instagram and, and watching your <laughs> Instagram stories. And I love how I, of course, you know, I make up this story about what your life looks like, but <laughs> I feel like what you do very well and you make no apologies for, and you're probably heavily boundaryed around it are your own rituals and mm-hmm. kind of patterns that you created in your life to honor yourself and your spirituality. I recorded mm-hmm. a podcast episode not too long ago that was called You Don't Need No Stinking Morning Routine because I feel <laughs> like the new year can put so much pressure. And, and, you know, a lot of my audience, they are working mothers with small children. They get up at 6 a.m. and hit the ground running and they don't have time for this hour-long morning routine. Or, or if they do, it would, they would sacrifice sleep. So it was just permission to do whatever. <laughs> Whatever works for you. But can you tell us what is part of your regular routine that helps you stay true to
0: yourself? Sure. I meditate every morning. That is at least 30 minute meditation is super important for me. And then I give myself, I do Vipassana meditation, which I've been practicing for years, 10 years. And then I give myself permission. Like that's my one thing I do every day. And then I can do whatever else I want with the rest of my day. I pray, I do, you know, other like get into my body, somatic, body centered practices. But once I do that, I can do whatever else I want. So it's just like I ground, I connect with my soul my creator and then I move off into whatever else the day will call I sometimes I'm really working on keeping all of the electronics out of the bedroom Mm -hmm. and um like not getting online those are like more focus and discipline things for me just just energetically but if there's one thing I do every single day it's I meditate and if I don't it's out of whack. Like I just feel disconnected because I'm, it's part of my spiritual practice. And I give my day to God. Like Mm -hmm. I give my day to the creator. I'm like, the first thing I do, I guess this is another ritual. (laughs) When I open my eyes is I, there's a Bible verse that says, uh, this is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I was raised in the church, but I don't identify as a Christian or practice Christian faith anymore. Um, but I love some of the things that I learned growing up and that's one of them. So when I can say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I've already declared that this is the, the day belongs to God and that I'm already glad and grateful for whatever comes. So, Hmm. so that is just like, I can give the day back. I don't have to be in charge. I don't have to know what I'm doing. I don't have to be right. I don't have to have all the answers. It doesn't have to be perfect. (laughs) I know Uh I can just like, I'm like, it's all good. Whatever happens is good. Yeah. Like it's, I it will be for my highest and best good. And then I go and I meditate and then I like, okay, what else do I need to do? And i usually, if I'm on it, I've already made kind of my weekly to-do list for, for work and for the business. And then I can just, um, tackle those things, uh, for each day I have like my list, but that sets the tone for my day. Oh, my gosh. Well, when you said that Bible verse, I was like, oh, my God, that was a song
1: that we sang. Yes. This is is Uh the day. Uh (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know so many Beastie Boys songs, lyrics, as well as church songs. (laughs) (laughs) Cows come home. And I, I, what I love about you, and I think I had asked you this in one of your Instagram stories when you opened it up for questions is that I feel like you do such a great and beautiful job of those, those rituals that you, some of, you know, the wisdom bombs that you drop. When I read them, I feel like that is, that is something that was, Like as a writer myself, who does not do enough of those things that you talked about, that that is some kind of divine channeling that comes through. And you said, yes, that you do feel like that happens for you, that you get these downloads of wisdom. Can you say a little bit about that?
0: Mm, great question. I, I think it there's a, a lot of different factors that help me be receptive. That is one meditation for me is like a clearing a cleansing. It's like a washing. It's like an energetic washing. It's a mental washing. It's a clearing of the space and and creating an openness. But I also, honor my ancestors and trust that like wisdom of all of those who've come before me, all of those who are like master teachers. I think about uh, Maya Angelou and Audre Lorde and Alice Walker and Zora Neale Hurston and writers and authors and teachers and speakers and scholars and activists whose work I've read and devoured and learned from for years who inform my worldview and my values and how I think about myself and and society. Society. I think about my grandmother and um, my lineage, like my blood lineage, my great grandparents, who, are, my great grandparents, my grandparents. And my parents were all educators, and all had multiple college degrees, including my great grandparents, who had undergraduate and graduate degrees, and were not um, were born not too long after the end of enslavement. So, for me, I think about all of these people and and whose on whose shoulders I stand. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I've been reading since I was two and a half years old. So I think about all of this, and I've been writing since. You know, writing is my, I'm not a painter, I'm not a singer, I'm not. Uh, any of those things, but I have been writing, I've honed my writing skills, I've taken writing classes and workshops and retreats, and I've, I wrote a book when I was 18, so I've, writing is my craft since I was a child, so I think it's a culmination of all of these things that are really important to me, and my spiritual practice is a practice of devotion um, which allows me to have a deep, you know, God is my homeboy, so mm. or homegirl, or my being that I'm I'm very intimately connected to, so i think all of these things really all of those things and really really is humility and surrendering to the fact that i don't know anything allows me to just receive because there was a period in my life when i went through what i call spiritual arrogance when i thought that because of all those things i named that i knew more than i did that mm-hmm. i was in charge of something and I had a cold, rude awakening that no, that's not how life works, Lauren and once I could surrender and get humble again, then I could start to receive as soon as I thought I was in charge. no, it didn't work,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, those are some hard. I don't know if i've ever if I've ever done that where I thought that I was. I just, yeah, but I can see how that (laughs) that could happen, and humility does play such a a huge role in it. And I would love to have you back on again because we didn't even get into empaths, and I so many of the things that and narcissists and being in relationship with them, which I know you have so much to say about, but I, I don't want to take up I any more of not. your time. And I, I <laughs> want to send people to your site. That link is in the show notes, learnalta.com. And please go and follow Erin on social media. You will love her wisdom nuggets and just, and just your energy. I love the energy that you exude and not, and I'm not saying like that you're always like positive and happy. Like most of the time it seems like you are, at least that's what I'm making up, but just a real human being that you just embody so many of the things that I want more of in my life and I know that my my listeners and my audience would would feel that as well. So any last words that you want to say before we close up today?
0: My, my whole life mantra is, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's really an honor and I'm grateful to be here and for our conversation. And I just want to share with your community and your audience, my life mantra is to breathe, keep breathing. We often hold our breath, hold our body so tight. So breathe and trust your truth, whatever that is in the moment, trust your truth. And that will keep opening your doors to more and more and more truth. So yeah, it's simple, but it's uh, important to do. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're one of those people where like you could read your shopping
1: list and I would like sit there with my, with my chin on my, my (laughs) hand, just like listening. Everyone listening. Thank you again. Echoing what Laren said, I know that your time is very valuable and precious and I'm honored and grateful that you come and spend it here every week with my guests and myself. Thank you so much. And until next time, I will see you all out in cyberspace. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey there, Ask Kickers. If you are still with us, then that tells me you are a loyal listener of the podcast. And first and foremost... I am telling you, thank you. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time with me. And it takes an absolute village to create each and every podcast episode. So thank you to those of you who have joined me over on Patreon. And if you're not familiar with it, you can jump on over to patreon.com slash YKAL and read about how you can become a supporter of the show for as little as $1 an episode. So if I have ever helped you, if I have ever made you think, if I have ever made you laugh or entertain you, I hope that you go over there and consider supporting the show. It would mean the absolute world to me. There are perks to be had over there as well. You can read about them depending on which tier you choose. Again, that's patreon.com slash Y-K-A-L.